Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter? At CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump onto the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where... Once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to a brand new season from Control Group. We would like you to enjoy Compass Rose, an anime-inspired game through the system we have found called the Last Shonen, created by Dennis Veray. I will be your narrator for this game, Dennis Veray. With me, I have three players, if you guys like to introduce yourself. Dennis Veray. Oh, um. <laughs> it's Dennis Veray over and over again. <laughs> I'm Dennis, I'm Dennis, and I'm Dennis. I'm <laughs> Nick. No, I was going to say, you're not going to say your character name? Should I? I don't know, should um, we? You can, we'll get into it. Okay. I'm Nick, I'm playing Casper Nautico. Um, I'm Hadley, and I'm playing The Block. I'm Sarah, and I'm playing Suki Tomoe. One hundred years ago, the five kingdoms of the island nation of Rosentia were at peace, until a star fell from the sky itself. Among the crater, a solid gem was found, its name the Compass Rose, due to its resemblance to the five capitals of Rosentia. To the west, Gardania. To the east, Potpourri. To the north, Tropicania. To the south, the Spiral Thorns. And finally, the Vibrant Rose Kingdom. The crystal remained a mystery until the princess of the Vibrant Rose Kingdom, Lily, was able to get her hands on the Compass Rose. From this gemstone, she unlocked the powers of magic upon Rosentia. The kingdoms rejoiced as she shared her magic with the people. She instilled an ability in every family line. This seed of power could be accessed with training and focus. She then took on apprentices for the continued learning of the Compass Rose. One apprentice took offense to the fact that magic should be shared with the people that he now saw beneath him. He soon grew paranoid that Lily was hiding secrets about the Compass Rose itself, claiming it held greater power. This apprentice mercilessly attacked Princess Lily as the story goes. In her final act, she split the Compass Rose into four parts and scattered them to the four winds. The King of the Vibrant Rose Kingdom banned magic throughout the lands, to which it remains illegal to this day. 
Some whisper that the apprentice is still searching for those four pieces of the compass robes to this very day. We see the island nation of Rosentia. Its curves are wild, a lot of streams and rivers running through it. The West, completely a civilized nation. Townships, technology. As you move along, we see towards the southern edge, mountains coming straight up from the sea themselves, creating land masses that kind of contain the southern realms. We move along that southern border up the eastern coast to one of the lowest mountain ranges in Rosentia. Here we find the hidden village of Lotus. Lotus is centered within a crater that sits on the peak of a mountaintop. So these crater walls curve themselves up to create a wall around the city itself, which has kept it hidden for so long. The homes and buildings are seemingly carved out of the stone from which the mountain used to stand. In the center of town, around the town square, we see a large statue. It is a giant, almost parchment-looking creation that says, All are welcome here. All are safe here. A seed is meant to bloom. Just behind that, we see a large dojo, this training ground. The leader of this dojo, Adaro Tenson. He has been four years training people in secret how to master their seeds or their powers. As we know, long ago, after Princess Lily was betrayed by the apprentice, magic has been sort of illegal throughout all of Rosentia. And the town of Lotus has been a safe haven for all those who seem to show any bit of their seed because anti-mags or the police of this world can't really tell the difference between true magic and a person's own seed. We see a young man standing right in front of the dojo, looking up at it, dwarfed by its size. He's kind of thin and wiry in frame. He has the tattoo of a compass rose uh, on the backside of his neck, almost. Uh, Nick, would you like to describe a little bit of Casper for us? Table time. Is this like the first time yeah. he's been at the place, or is it just like a normal day? No, it's a you actually a little more, <laughs> a little more than Casper. Uh, you've been called to the dojo. You know, every couple of years, maybe like five or ten years, that Adaro Tenson or Adaro Sensei, as you've been calling him for quite some times, uh, selects a special team of people he's been training at the dojos to go on a special adventure. Uh, and you know that today is probably the day because he's called you and a couple of people you know from the dojo in for a special meeting. Perfect. Okay. Um, so Casper, he's, uh, he like, rubs his bald head, which he does sort of instinctually. Um, he's never had any hair on his head, but he always rubs his hair as if he was like wiping hair out of his face. Um, and so he does that and clutches in his chest a little black notebook. And he's, like, shaking, like a classic anime shake. <laughs> Bones rattling. <laughs> uh, then talking out loud to himself and, like, Oh, I don't know about this. I, why me, of, of all people? It doesn't make sense for Odera-sensei to call me. And then we realize that he's not talking to himself. He's talking to a tiny little desert frog <laughs> uh, at, his, at his feet. 
The frog looks up at him as if to say, I don't know, man. It's like a shrug. Uh, and then it hops hops yeah. onto his foot. And then uh, Casper bends down, picks him up, and then places him inside his uh, shirt pocket. <laughs> <laughs> as you're struggling to enter the building, uh, in your fear, you actually feel a solid slap on the back of your back. Just like in the meat of your back. Uh, which sends shiver lines down your body uh, as you turn around uh, to see a very familiar face a a young woman dressed in black uh, with little moon accents Uh, Sarah would you like to describe your character for me yes so Suki Tamoy wears the exact outfit you described Um, her long long dark blue hair is pulled back in a low, sensible ponytail. Uh, She has little silver moon earrings, and she is smiling down at uh, Casper. You'll be fine, baby brother. Just... Suki, you shouldn't sneak up on people. What if I had fallen? What if I had squished Orion? Okay, I'm sorry about your pet. He's not my pet. He's my friend. (laughs) Okay, he's your friend. Don't be so ner- don't be so worried, okay? That's easy for you to say. You're like the smartest girl in school. <laughs> yeah, but you're the one with Matt. You're the one with the seat. You get to go to the dojo. I don't. What if I'm sick? <laughs> yeah, dude, quit your bitching. Thanks, Hadley. <laughs> if you fake sick, I'm telling Mom. Ow. Okay. Okay. I guess everything happens for a reason. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Deep breath, little bro. You can do <gasps> Do I hold them? <laughs> no. We, we watch as Casper walks in, still holding his breath. The frog, seem, the frog Orion seems to do it as well. <laughs> <laughs> the wide doors open uh, as we see the kind of foyer of the dojo. We see... Three figures standing in kind of the main lobby. First, uh, most kind of garishly standing out, we see Red. Red is a very tall, muscular, brown-skinned woman uh, with silver hair. Uh, She's wearing the dojo's gi, or training uniform, and these dojo's gis have this nice little, almost lightning-stripe band that comes down the center. Uh, and hers is obviously red. Uh, she's yelling about uh, having to wait so long for a Darrow sensei. Uh, we see another man, or another young kid, behind her. Uh, I can only describe this guy as just like the most fucking hot topic ass anime character you've ever seen. <laughs> like just straight up Leon, Leon Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. He's got the jeans that are just way out of place. For Lotus, you know, too many belts, a leather jacket that has like the ruffle around the collar, a shirt that has like a dragon and a tiger fighting on it. Studs. Uh, and like a traditional <laughs> Japanese drawing style. Uh, Hell yes. As he like fingers the bottom of his nose back and forth, uh, cockily. Ew. Just like, ah. <laughs> What's this? What was this? <laughs> not, 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 not. Vertically, but horizontally, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, I got you. Like, trying I'm, to secretly itch I'm not the bridge of your nose. Uh, okay, I know what I saw, and I saw <laughs> a finger in the nose. 
well, you know what Daryl Sensei, he's always fucking late. Uh, and behind those two, we see just a massive fucking unit of a character. <laughs> Still the same age as you guys, but uh, dressed in rags and tatters, we see the block. Hadley, would you like to describe your character? Yeah, he's big and is wearing rags and is dumb as bricks. <laughs> but I'm going to be playing to the top of my intelligence because I'd like this to be a good game. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's an improv rule for those of you, you know. Why do the top of your intelligence? I wasn't going to be like, what? Everyone else make decisions for me. Is that your voice? Uh, sort of, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's going to be like that, but it doesn't have to be like, well, I just got off the boat from Scotland. <laughs> Scottish. That's just straight cockney. It's just British. It's just cockney. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, he he's he's uh, but he's dumb as bricks. But uh, he, I, I assume that he's definitely he definitely follows Red lead wherever wherever he goes. Yeah. So Red ends up turning around as Suki and Casper enter, as she kind of scoffs at the two of you. Um, I actually want the both of you to roll plus willpower for me. As we're going to do a kind of an altered flashback, which is a move in my system. Gotcha. To see how well you get along with Red. Oh my god, are we doing 2d6? Yes, god, I, did, I didn't know that. <laughs> For a minute I was like, <laughs> oh god, what, what, are we, what dice are we using? Okay. As you can see, there's a Jenga tower in front of you. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Well, I got and a three. Nice. Uh <laughs> But that is a crit failure right off the bat. Hey, we're having fun. <laughs> yeah, so we flash back to some of your guys' training in the dojo. Uh, while Suki isn't allowed to technically be a student, she's always there to cheer on her younger brother. And yeah, Red just does not think the world of any of you. She thinks she she possibly has one of the strongest seeds inside of her. As you guys have known, going through this dojo, your powers haven't really haven't really shown that much. There's little glimpses that there's something there. This is why your families have brought you to Lotus into Adaro's dojo. But Red obviously thinks she's better than all of you, so once she watches you two come in, she kind of turns her nose at both of you. She knows that Casper is the shit bucket boy. (laughs) (laughs) Suki's gonna strut. She's just here for Casper's moral support. Casper's bones are rattling so much it's disturbing at this point. (laughs) Uh, Red kind of turns her head down back at you, Casper. Hey, you... You want to spar real quick before Adaro-sensei gets here? Um, I I just don't think that would really be appropriate for for right now. I I think it's like an important meeting that we're supposed to have. And I, I, I didn't eat lunch. And with a quickness, Red zooms across the room. The block's rags nearly flying off his body as we watch as Red just powers a fist straight into Casper's stomach, nearly lifting him in the air with a punch. Orion flies out of his pocket. (laughs) Right under her arm. How about that? Did I roll for that? (laughs) No, I'll just let it happen. Yeah, he flies onto her arm, uh, and that's what kind of lets her bring her arm back out of you. Um, oh, God. I, 
I try to respect Adero-sensei as much as I can, but if you're going on this journey with us, I don't think we'll succeed. Whatever you say, Miss Red, and I'll crumple to the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really messed up, Red. You hear Hato say from the... I didn't name Hato. No, he's just a hot topic anime anime guy. guy. (laughs) That's what what Hato stands for, a hot topic anime guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just as this finishes up, the doors leading into Adero Sensei's office begin opening almost as if on their own. I think Casper's just on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Suki, you help Casper up as you guys limp in. Block, will you also be following? Yes, I will be. Casper's uh, gonna uh, look at the block, and and every time he's seen him before, but every time he sees him, he's just amazed by how thick he is, <laughs> just how, <laughs> how wide and tall. Yeah, he's just drawn basically as a square of a person. That's exactly how I imagined him. <laughs> Think SpongeBob, but with Larry's arms. <laughs> you head into Adara Sensei's office. Um, He's sitting at his desk, and before his desk are four, or sorry, five ornate pillows in front of you for you guys to kneel on, as you know is custom. Adaro-sensei stands up from his desk. Adaro-sensei is this tall, muscular black man. Actually, he's probably just a really super-built Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's better. You're saying that Michael B. Jordan's (laughs) not (laughs) super-built? Like... Like if All Might and Michael B. Jordan fused. Oh my god. <laughs> this would be a Darrow Sensei. Uh, he's wearing the school's uh, gi as well. His has a white stripe down the middle. Uh, as he chuckles heartily to the five of you entering. <laughs> Welcome, I'm glad you made it. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> as Red is gonna stare death glance at you. Making sure you don't say anything. Oh! As uh, some of you might know, around this time of year, I like to send some of my students on a special mission. And today I would like this to serve as a final test for the five of you. Uh, Suki, you kind of take this as a surprise as well, not being a student in the dojo, but... I I was just about to ask about that. (laughs) When given the chance. All five of you are here for a reason. And I'm just trying to prove that. <laughs> uh, Daryl will chuckle while uh, kind of letting you speak. Um, I'm sorry, sir. Five? Are, are you waiting for someone else? Uh, I think the block is going to look underneath him to make sure he didn't sit on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lift up your pillow after <laughs> unkneeling and then kneel back on it, very confused. Uh, like I said... Suki, everyone is here for a reason, as he'll point to the pillow in front of you that is unattended. I'm gonna kneel, looking very confused. Now, we all know about seeds. They're the powers inside of us, gifted to us by Princess Lily, the only person who's been able to correspond with the legendary Compass Rose that fell out of the sky all those years ago. Now these seeds have been passed down through your families, and your families have brought you here so I could train you, show you that these seeds can be harnessed for great good. Now I just need to test to see if what's inside of you is what I actually see. So I'd like all of you to close your eyes. Oh, damn. <laughs> they are closed. 
<laughs> yeah. Suki's gonna close hers hesitantly. I think Casper will open one eye and look at Red, just to make sure that she doesn't punch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's already got her eyes closed. She's very excited about this opportunity. Puts his eye back um, down. Yeah, so I think I think Orion is like right in front of you and he's making sure no one has their eyes open. <laughs> Before closing his eyes as well. <laughs> yeah. He's a part of it. <laughs> yeah, of course he is now. He's my new favorite character, <laughs> You all close your eyes as Adero Sensei keeps on. Now, I want you to reach deep inside of you. We know a seed buried deep will sprout the tallest. So I want you to find the center of your chi. Find the center of your being. Your power. Your willpower. Casper's just thinking back to uh, to, to moments of, of him, like, getting kicked to the ground. Him wiping up vomit on the floor. Uh, just all the horrible <laughs> shit that's gone on in this dojo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the block thinking about, Hadley? What's the block thinking about? Is it nothing? Uh, yeah, straight up, like, it's fucking dead, dead silence. A black void. <laughs> he, he is the best meditator on the entire planet. Because he doesn't that's, even that's know cool. what it is, but he knows how to do nothing. Write that down. That's, that's, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will. That's a character trait now. And as Adaro keeps on speaking, a few of you feel something inside of yourself. You know, the very anime trope of we see now a silhouette of a person and then the seed buried deep inside of you, sending off power and waves of lines that are visibly seen. Now, I want you all to open your eyes. And as you do, we kind of see out of the eyes of Casper. Uh, Casper, you're shocked to see that there's this faint green aura of energy floating around your being itself. A flow of energy around me? Like visibly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) And as you look to Adaro Sensei, he's obviously brimming with the same amount of energy. Or Uh, even more energy, that's what I meant to say. There's there's that classic anime voiceover. Oh, there's an anime, there's a- Adaro Sensei is glowing! And so am I! (laughs) (laughs) And then as you turn to the right of you, you kind of look at Hado. Uh, and there's nothing around Hado. There's no no seeming energy from him. And as you look left, the perspective switches, switches to the block. On the block, you open your eyes, and you're also brimming with this energy force around you. He's gonna look around, he's gonna be like, Oh, cool. <laughs> but... However, Block, when you look to the right of you, there's no energy around red. I'm gonna look at her. I'm gonna be like, dude, where's your glowing? <laughs> we see red's face just truly shocked. It's super well drawn. The the whites of her eyes have encompassed their entire pupil. <laughs> there's like despair lines and everything. Uh, and as everyone kind of looks to the center, uh, Suki, you open your eyes. And for a faint second, you see a wisp of something, but then nothing. And then Casper's going to look at Suki and be like, Suki, look, I'm glowing. (laughs) And then Suki, you don't see anything, obviously. That's nice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're so supportive. (laughs) I did forget to mention what Suki was thinking about. The main thing she was thinking about was the orders from from her parents. Look out for your brother. 
<laughs> just over and over again. Look out for your brother. 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 As Darrow Sensei continues on, those of you who can see the green side around you have seeds that are ready to bud. This budding of energy means that your powers will soon be in full force. Those of you who cannot see anything, however, will not be joining the others on this mission. Uh, Casper's gonna stand up and, and say, Oh, Dara Sensei, I'm sorry, but that doesn't make any sense, okay? I, I, can't, I can't do anything. You, you see me in the, in the school, and, and Red works really hard. And it, 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 she doesn't see the glow? That doesn't make any sense. It's not fair. As I had mentioned before, this is all meant to be as he comes over and he puts, like, a firm hand on your shoulder. And when he does, there is this, like, very specific calm that comes over you as your two auras meet, as if something's familiar. Oh, well, I, I still don't understand. Ribbit. <laughs> It'll all make sense in due time. If, uh, if you all can make it to the morning, that's when I'll have you all set out for your journey tomorrow morning. Uh... You just need to make it through the night, as you'll notice that Adero's eyes kind of come down to meet Suki's. Red'll jump up with a start, pissed off. She'll go and stand in the doorway, as Adero will move his eyes back over to Red. I hope you all will still be here in the morning, as Red angrily punches the doorframe and then heads out. And then after a second, the doorframe like nearly collapses from her strength. Casper, like, freaks out. Oh! <laughs> as Hato will thumb at his nose again and go, Ah! Well. And then he'll leave as well. I... I have prepared a feast for you all in celebration, Adero, since I continues. Uh, it'll be in the main hall in the dojo. I hope you all partake. Now, or...? <laughs> yeah, it should, it, it should be starting now. I just... I timed it with this announcement. He'll look at, like, a not watch on his wrist. There's, like, a, there's like a calendar on the wall that says, like, <laughs> yeah. right after the ceremony. <laughs> um, it starts Ka now. Casper's gonna, like, help Suki to her feet and say, like, Suki, did, did you, does that mean you saw it too? I, I don't know what I saw. You know I don't have any seed or powers. I don't know that. You're like the nicest, most smartest person I know, so I, I think that it would make sense that you'd have some kind of power. Well, he seems to want me here, and, well, I can, I can make sure you don't hurt yourself at least. Hurt myself? I'm glad Red's gone. <laughs> you know, she seemed to really have it out for you. Yeah, we still have the block to worry about. I look over at the block, and <laughs> he's just dead eyes. <laughs> I think the block will be fine. I'm going to look at them, and I'm going to be like, I need to attend to my friend. O okay. And I'm, and I'm going to leave. Um, uh, and I'll, and I'll, yeah, I'm going to leave, so. <laughs> yeah, so the block, you head out to chase after Red. You end up in the Grand Hall, where you see there is a lovely feast going on. Uh, a lot of the families from around town and a lot of the students are gathered, enjoying themselves, enjoying some roast duck and other pheasant trees uh, from around Lotus. Uh, hard to get a lot of anything else other than birds uh, on the top of a mountain village, but you guys manage. As Block, you sit down next to Red, 
as she's just kind of angrily drinking out of a glass. She looks at me and she says, Tyga. <laughs> oh, God damn. Got it early on. <laughs> nice. um, just give anyways. it go one episode. <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and the whole table shakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I bring my own chair to these things because I do yeah. not fit on the. Is bench. it like is it like a cute fold out one that's like really small, but it somehow stands? <laughs> I like keep I like keep it on my back. Not only is it a place for me to sit, but it's also like you know like in WWE when like a shield. Know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So I've got a I've got a metal fold out chair um, that I use. As, I can use as a weapon and a shield. This is um, the best yeah. image in my mind. That. You're like Totoro, <laughs> yeah. but scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Then I'm gonna sit down, uh, and I'm not gonna say anything because I know that Red does all the talking. And I'm just gonna. I think she knows that I'm I'm here to listen to whatever the hell she has to say. Yeah, and I think it is a really sweet moment between you. I think she's more pissed off than anything, so I think you you two sit in silence for a while until she's ready to talk. And I think at that point, I would say Suki and Casper probably enter the, the dining room as well. Yeah. The two of you enter, and a couple of younger kids from the dojo come up to you, and they're very excited, and they've got their little grubby hands up to you to ask questions. Just be like, did you... Is you guys uh are you are you guys going on the on the journey? Did Adero Sensei pick you? Do do we know their names or? Oh yeah, there's fucking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he had this prepared hours ago. <laughs> yeah. There's Go. Okay. Uh, he's a little he's a little bald headed one, but like fuzzy bald head, where he's not like truly bald. He's got just really short hair. Uh, there's Say. She's a little pigtailed girl. And then there's uh, Dory, and Dory is a little pudgy boy. Oh, what's what's up, Go? Um, yeah, we uh, we're gonna go on the, the the trip. Hey, thanks for uh, getting me out of that that uh that locker the other day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even know how you like ended up in there. That's wild. Yeah, me either. Huh? <laughs> Flashback to Red physically <laughs> shoving to him Red, in. Exactly. <laughs> As they like kind of grab your hand and bring you along to sit down as you've kind of got this little guest of honor spot uh, in the feast as everyone's kind of enjoying the revelry around the two of you watch as Red gets up the block, obviously you as well but she kind of gets up silently uh, and then heads out into the night you think she'll be okay? I, I, I think she will she's, uh, she's always been really strong uh, Suki, I- I'm used to picking up the dishes, but not eating. Which one's the salad fork? <laughs> <laughs> Suki will point it out. Does this kid, does this kid, like, eat with his hands? Like, what? what's the deal? He's not used to having human comforts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sad as shit. That was, sad. that was the saddest thing you could have said. Human comforts is a fork? <laughs> I mean, he does at home. I got okay, a family. Cool. Suki's got a good family, but I'm, I'm not at the dojo. <laughs> I'm okay. not disparaging well, yeah. Mrs. and Mr. Uh, Tomoai, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna look at the two of them, uh, and I'm gonna say she's gonna be fine. <laughs> oh, um, so uh, you guys are are friends? I'm gonna nod. Yes. C- cool. 
Casper <laughs> like look at his empty plate as if there's like something on it. <laughs> um, do we have like how do we how do people communicate in this in this world? Like, what is do you there mean? Are there cell phones? Like, oh. is it pigeons? Uh, um, I would say yeah. In the in the eastern part of Rosentia, very traditional means. So yeah, you'll wait for a falcon to come in with a handwritten letter. Uh, but more more tradition or sorry, more modern means on the western side. Uh, so yeah, you don't really yeah, have a way shit, of like texting Red if you wanted to. You'd have to go and find her. All right. Um, well, no, I think I'm going to. Uh, how would I? How would I get them to? keep in contact with me how would i because i think i'm gonna go end up going back to my cave here um <laughs> but uh do i give him do i give him my phone number do i give him my cave address what do we do here? <laughs> a flare you know, gun <laughs> you know Adar- a sense i told you to meet out in front of the the town statue that i described earlier uh in the morning so when sun breaks that's when you guys will meet up. So you'll know you'll meet up again tomorrow morning if you get, oh, okay. if you don't see him again tonight. Um, well, I'm going to look at him, and I think I'm going to give him a good old pat on the back, but it's definitely just going to make him fall flat on his face. Cracks the plate <laughs> right, right in half. <laughs> Shatters it. There's like, it's, like a black, it's like a black and white fo- uh, like photo. Like You hear the... <laughs> and his yeah, spine is shattered. I love it. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I'm going to give him a pat on the back, and I'm going to leave for the day. You head out back to your caves. Uh, Hadley, your people are mules. Um, they kind of self-isolate. It's nothing about the Lotus community, which has been very accepting to you all. Uh, but you know, mules just feel a bit of dishonor being themselves. Um, so you head back to your cave system. Uh, and when you arrive, your parental figures, um, just kind of the the village elders, um, kind of meet you at the cave entrance. We see a man, he's very disfigured, his face almost morphed incorrectly as if the left side of his face began melting and then froze in place. Ah, Block, it's good to see you. I'm gonna, uh, I think I'm gonna, um, go to my corner or whatever, I, I like my area, and I think I'm going to start packing some of my things into into a, like a sack or something like that. <laughs> Just like kicking yeah, him into a sack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a backpack. This this dude's in rags. You know, maybe one yeah. day he gets a sock. You know. <laughs> you start packing your belongings when you find a note that's been handwritten for you. Uh, you see it in red ink. Uh, and it says, meet me in town square. And is it like a, a nice large red R at the bottom for a signature. I was going to say, is it like Charlie, Charlie Kelly's, um, handwriting <laughs> from, from always sunny be in square in town. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to look behind me at back at the, the parental units of some kind, uh, I'm going to look at them and I'm going to say, I have to go. They just nod solemnly towards you. I'm going to take my uh, sack of things, <laughs> um, which I guess, what do I got? Uh, I probably got like, probably got some rags to sleep on. Yeah. Um, some rags like, to wear. There are some rags to wear, um, some rags to play with. Um, <laughs> some rags to eat if you get hungry on the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a bunch of rags. 
<laughs> it's my dirty laundry is actually what it is. Um, uh, and I think I'm going to head back to town and I'm probably just going to like plot any, uh, myself. And for, do you have any huh? weapons of any kind, Heather? Or is it just, just you? <laughs> just, it's just me. Okay. Just his fucking fist. He is me the and the fucking, and the, uh, and the rusted chair that I have on my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess the chair is technically your defense and your weapon. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I'm going to head to the town square. Yeah, like head early. to the town. Yeah. <laughs> as night is beginning to set pretty solidly here, uh, as you can see kind of the moon above you, you hit town square, and you head to the statue in front of, or in the middle of town square, to which okay. you see Red, who's just kind of venting out loud. <laughs> Is he oh, just gonna wait there all ink. night? <laughs> is he gonna Black wait there all m- night till morning? <laughs> That's cute as fuck. I was gonna put my I was gonna put my rags out and just go to sleep right there. You know, the earliest you can be is you know you wake up and you're there. Um, I love that scene. That was cool. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm I, I'm also a fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. As well as being a voice actor, he's a fan. I'm gonna. I guess if Red's just hanging out, what's she saying? I can't believe it. I just... Those little... That little pissant has more of a seed, has more power than me? I'm gonna look at her, and I'm gonna say, you can't come with. Oh. Not in a way that's like... Not in a way that's like, <laughs> fuck you, it's more in a way yeah. of like, me being like, you know you can't go with, but like, you know, he's not gonna... He's not gonna reason with her. He's just let. He's telling her the truth. And... I think she just kind of stares daggers into you before breaking a little, and then she kind of falls into your arms uh, and begins sobbing into your shoulder block. Um, I'm going to gently like pat her on the head, um, and I'm going to uh, kind of pull her away from me and look at her and... Um, uh, I don't know. What would he do? He just he'd be like, "Go home." He would say, "Go home." Can we? Can we just stay here, just a little bit longer? And he's gonna get a, he's gonna get two rags out, one for her and one for him, <laughs> and they're gonna sit in front of the statue. Wonderful. At that same time, back in the feast hall. Suki and Casper, Hato ends up coming up to you guys. Hey, um, I'm a little worried about Red. I know she really wanted to go on this journey, so I'm gonna go check on her. Good to see you again, Hato. That, that sounds like the responsible thing to do, Hato. This is the first time you've ever spoken to me. Um, uh, uh. We live in the same town. <laughs> yeah, what's your name again? It's, uh, Casper Nautico. This is my, uh, this is my, uh, companion, Orion. Oh, and, and, and my sister, Suki. Uh. You know him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me and Suki talk all the time. (laughs) Oh, oh, I, I wasn't aware. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Although it feels like I never see you around as he goes back to fingering his nose. <laughs> it's never gonna. It's never gonna be. It's literally never gonna get. I'm never gonna get past that. 
Oh well, I uh, I I go to I go here, I, I attend here. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to come with me to check on Red or? Um, I feel like if she saw me right now, she'd she'd um she'd fold me in half and and stuff me inside of uh of myself. So I I don't know if it's a good time. Come on, Casper. It's the right thing to do. Okay, if you if you say so. Okay, hey everybody, let's uh let's go talk to Red. Oh God, uh, Casper's gonna Casper's gonna tuck a butter knife into his sleeve. <laughs> we watch as Hato and Suki forcefully push Casper out of the dining hall. <laughs> they got me like by both arms. <laughs> like, we 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 could just stay for dessert. <laughs> As you see a tasty anime-drawn cake <laughs> just out of mouth's reach. <laughs> There's like a classic like portly chef who like comes out of the kitchen like, dessert is served. Oh, no one's here. Actually, I was complaining about dessert. Suki's literally gonna go, we have sweets at home. Sweets at home. It's just Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> you guys... You guys head into the courtyard, uh, which almost immediately leads into town square. You see red and the block over by the statue in the middle. But you see on the other side of the statue, kind of out of eye line from them, another man kind of looking up and staring at the statue, very, very concerned. Wait, wait, Hada, who's that? Do you know who that is? Ugh, I've never seen him before. Suki, what about you? No. You kind of lean in closer to get a better look. And you see this man, he has this long white ponytail. Most of his body is covered. He has this cool scarf that kind of gets wider as it goes lower, which covers a large portion of his his body like a poncho. You can see bandaged hands kind of peeking out of this, this scarf poncho. And kind of white, almost baggy pants jutting out as he's staring at the statue still. What is the statue of? The statue, it looks like a giant script of paper mm-hmm. that has all the, the nice words about how you're safe in Lotus and how a, a seed is meant to grow <laughs> and bloom. Welcome to our town. <laughs> <laughs> Lotus is really safe and it loves a lot. Okay, uh... <laughs> I guess, um, so he's on the other side, and red, Red's on the other side? They're like, Yeah, Red and Block are on the other side of the statue. Yeah. They can't really see him unless they move around it. Well, um, maybe, maybe we should just go around. It doesn't seem to be bothering anybody. As you get a little closer to Red and Block, <laughs> you can, you can hear him muttering. Yeah. Uh, Mutter, 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 finalizing the voice choice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to hide it so plainly, I couldn't have imagined it. As you watch one of his bandaged hands move out from under his little poncho, his fingers spread apart, you watch before you as the statue begins shaking, and then nearly explodes as debris of rock gets sent everywhere. Red ends up trying to block some of it from you, Block. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna put my hand over her, and she's like totally covered. <laughs> you see that in the center of what was the statue stands this long, elongated, almost teardrop shape of a crystal. Uh, Casper is like knocked to the ground, and he uh, will shake Suki and be like, Are "You all right? I'm fine. Are you okay? Yeah, but what the hell is that?" <laughs> No. Casper, I want you to roll plus brain for me. Plus brain? Yeah. I'm a... Uh, I ain't the smartest. Alright. <laughs> Ooh, I got a nine. Yeah, Casper, you've done a lot of research on magic and seeds in your time at the dojo. Because I'm a nerd. You know a lot about the ancient relic known as the Compass Rose. They'll mm-hmm. split into four parts. And it takes you a second as you're no, looking that's at impossible. this crystal. Dennis, no. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be. That, 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 that can't be one of them. You know in front of you is one of the four pieces of the compass rose. Suki, I, I, uh, I, I don't know how to say this, but I think that might be one of the pieces of the compass rose. <laughs> Are you sure? The Compass Rose? You heard what I said! <laughs> this uh, is unprecedented! Is I don't know what to do! It's a it's a clear, almost diamond crystalline color. Um, I'm gonna try to, like, grab it. As you kind of swiftly try to move up to it, you watch as it kind of wiggles, and then moves as if by some force, without anything touching it, straight into the hands of the mysterious gentleman. Uh, Casper's gonna stand up and be like, Sir, I don't know who you are, but you have to be really careful with that. That, that We have no idea what that thing can do. His face is half <laughs> melted off. <laughs> no. That's everybody yeah. in this, this side of town. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> right on this side of town, yeah. He kind of chuckles at your, your warning, Casper. I know full well what this is, and I'm surprised you could hide it for so long. So we don't know who this dude is? Nah. Okay, well, I, I, that may be so. You may know what it is, but um, I, I still don't think that's technically your property. You watch as the mysterious gentleman kind of points towards the ground and lazily lifts his finger up uh, right kind of where you're standing, Casper, as out of the ground, almost stone hands begin reaching up, grabbing your ankles, working their way up all the way until right behind you of this right behind you is this sepulcher of kind of like skeletons and one of the hands which covers your mouth <laughs> be quiet now child i'm not going to let that happen can i do a can i do a block clap <laughs> hell yeah is that like a sonic uh, boom so- <laughs> sonic boom yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have you roll plus brawn for me to take it head on. Alright, sweet. Uh I got an eight. Alright. With an eight, you guys are gonna trade damage one for one. So okay. you kind of stand in front of him and you clap your hands as he does wince to this pain. Uh, but once he sees you as a threat block, he quickly turns around and he 
makes this kind of twisting motion with all of his fingers, bringing them into his fist as <laughs> quickly, very quickly, a tree sprouts from under you, Block. Oh, no. Kind of throwing you into the air as high as it can, because you're just such a fucking huge man that you fall straight back down to the ground, and you're going to take one battle damage from that. All right. Uh, I would like to use my I can back you up to try to free Casper. So whatever this would have been, it is now going to be a fight for my friends. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so I'll have you write for, uh, roll for fight for my friends. That's going to be plus Valor. All right, with an eight. I'm going to say you work pretty easily um, as you're trying to pull this stone off of his face. You're having some trouble, and anytime you get a little closer, like, it's kind of an ever-moving spell as, like, the hands keep on moving around, so the second you kind of pry it off, another hand quickly takes it over. Uh, but you're able to pry a hand pry away two hands uh, freeing Casper's mouth. Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm gonna try to punch it. I'm gonna try to punch the the motherfucker. Just straight <laughs> up. You attempt to punch the mysterious stranger. Um, as as the block but, goes to punch, yeah. uh, Since my mouth's free, uh, Casper will say, "Block, no, we can't fight this." <laughs> I'm adding in classic anime lines. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely like so angry right now that he's he can't hear that shit. Like he he heard like a meh, 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 meh. <laughs> he's in battle mode right now, so he's gonna go for a punch at the mysterious stranger. The mysterious stranger, almost as if water is moving around your fist, dodges your punch. He still has one hand holding one of the pieces of the compass rose, as he almost whispers something in your direction. Uh, He just says the words, Shatter Machine, as his hand pushes into your chest. You don't immediately feel pain, Block. You kind of look at him, but then as you're looking at him, something kind of obscures your view, as the thing blocking your view is your physical body. As you kind of come to realize that you just had your soul punched out of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I just, had, I, had, oh, no. I just had a Doctor Strange thing? Is that what you're having? Yeah, you just, you just yep. got, yeah, you got astral planed. <laughs> oh my god. So so <laughs> I'm like I'm like floating backwards and I can sing my own body right now? Yeah, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna have you roll plus uh, willpower oh, shit. to get okay. back he, into your body. Okay, he's definitely got willpower. Your soul's so um, heavy, you know, you, you, you sink, you know. <laughs> Twelve, dude. Twelve. Noise. Oh, perfect. Uh, you're, you're just too dense, so even your soul's dense. Uh, as you're able to kind of reach back out and get back into your body. Uh, I feel like there's like that sound effect that's like, skookle, skookle, like he's like kicking his legs. Like, like yeah. <laughs> as you're going to take two battle damage from that, that special move, Hadley. Oh, shit. Okay. As you're going to watch as the mysterious stranger kind of looks over towards Casper. And as your eyes meet, he's curious? What do you want? What do you want from us? I only came here for this. But take it and, and just leave us alone! <laughs> but I've noticed that there's a lot of power brimming from all of you. Why does everyone keep saying that? 
<laughs> if you would like to have the same power that I do, that I've displayed before all of you, all you need to do is take my hand. Come join me. No thanks! <laughs> is Hado okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hado's just kind of watching by, but you do kind of look over to Red, and Red is seriously considering this right now. No. <laughs> Is this like a Sasuke Naruto situation? <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, None of us are interested. None of us. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll point that at Red. <laughs> <laughs> As Red kind of looks up to you, she's just like gripping her chest. She doesn't know what to do. Are you saying I could have power like that? Red <sighs> says. As the mysterious stranger just simply nods. No, he's gonna look at her, and he's gonna, like, start, like, he's gonna look at her, and he's definitely, like, too far away to, like, influence anything. And he's gonna be like, no! (laughs) (laughs) As Red moves over and kind of takes the outstretched hand of the mysterious stranger. No. (laughs) Last chances, he'll turn around to say to all of you, as you guys kind of look at Hado, and Hado just kind of throws up his arms with a shrug. Well, I know I've gotten as strong as I can here at the dojo, and the Lotus has offered me all it can. Uh, but I don't think I'll hang out with a loser like you, as he kind of thumbs his, thumbs his nose at the mysterious stranger. Yeah, I, I think, uh... <laughs> I think if anybody did did go with you, they would regret it for their entire life. <laughs> there would be at some point there might be a battle under a waterfall, and it gets really bloody. <laughs> Nick, I I want you to roll plus valor for me. Plus valor, seven. Got bad roll. Seven. You you feel something deep inside of you. You kind of see. The, the the green side again of energy uh, flow in front of you and in the block. You look at the mysterious stranger and it's fucking wild, even stronger than Adero Sensei was. Oh my god, that guy's energy is off the charts! <sighs> <laughs> you feel something deep inside of you trying to compel her to stop. And you don't, you get some sense that your power is kind of leaping out Against her own wishes. I don't understand what's happening. I, I mean, so what if she goes with him? She, she's never been nice to me, to us, to, to, to me. To, uh, why am I saying us? <laughs> but you get the sense that you, you want to protect her from some reason. And you don't, you don't know how you're going to get her to stop. I'll be like, Red, Red, <laughs> Red seriously, don't do this. I mean, the guy is obviously up to no good. I mean, he's, he's taken, our, he's taken the, uh, the, the compass rose crystal. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in front of her, and I'm gonna look at her, and I'm gonna, I'm it's, it's it's gonna be all in one look. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna be like, yeah. you can't go. She gets close to you, and she kind of puts her her hand to grace your cheek, but then you feel her fingers kind of wrap around the back of your head. As she kind of comes in and fucking headbutts you. <laughs> oh no! Oh, dude! 
Oh, which with is, the betrayal. This is the only, only person who could ever do that to you without immediately dying. <laughs> dying. As you kind of fall to your knees in pain as she she walks over uh, and away with the mysterious stranger. <gasps> How much damage did I take? I, I might have a move. Uh, no, that was uh, no damage there. Oh, shit, okay. Because if you were going to say three... <laughs> You're not dying the first episode, be... Hadley. No, there's no... I wouldn't have died. I wouldn't have died. But anyways, continue. No worries, Hadley. I can take care of that later. Uh, so, yeah, I guess as they're walking away and they realize like, this is like, now or never. There's like, it's like cutting back and forth. It's, it's red, red shadow walking away and then it's like silhouetted. Yeah. And then uh, the, the shadows are like reaching to where, uh, where, uh, uh, Casper and Suki and Block are all standing. And then like the camera zooms yeah. out and it's like above them. It's like a 360 view. It's all the dramatic shots. <laughs> all of them that you could think of. It goes black and white for a second for some reason. It goes back to color. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, then Casper, like, in spite of himself, a deeper voice comes out and says, Stop! <laughs> we watch as almost your aura kind of juts out of your mouth and stretches and tangles its way all the way to where the mysterious stranger and Red are as the energy kind of hits the mysterious strangers and he's, like, about to take a step, but he can't. And he kind of turns around very staggeredly back at you. Uh, and you can tell that he's he's in a little bit of pain, but he's trying not to show it. As he kind of moves his hand around and then breaks that tenuous little strand you sent out. Uh, and he kind of looks back at you with amazement. But then continues moving on. And as he does, the spells that he kind of created begin dissipating. The tree kind of wilts and disappears, mm. and the little stone statue that was kind of holding onto you crumbles beneath you. Uh, as both the block and Suki, you kind of marvel at Casper's power. You hear the front doors of the dojo open, kind of with a stagger. You see Adero Sensei uh, kind of walking out. He's gripping his chest a lot, as if he's in pain. Uh, as he, he was here, wasn't he? Casper's just still sort of like locked on what what just happened. He's like kind of lost. Sorry, as he kind of brings his hand down to rest on your shoulder. My brother sure can be a wily one. Uh, Casper, this, this this gets Casper out of his days. He's like, what? Your brother? Yes, I. I can sense when he's around as he like continues gripping his his chest with a little twinge of pain. Itama is after the compass rose. Your your journey, the journey I was going to send you on, is to complete the compass rose before he can, but unfortunately it seems like he's got a bit of a head start. That seems like a crazy mission to send, the, send us on. I mean, Suzuki wasn't even a part of the dojo. I, I don't understand what's happening. I cannot tell you all of the details now, but I know what is must be. Every seed is meant to bloom as Adero's hand kind of moves back around your shoulder and kind of touches your tattoo of the compass rose on the back of your the back of you, Casper, as your eyes kind of go blank and you see this faint vision of a woman as if she's almost made of silk. There's there's no defining features on her. 
and then as Adero moves his hand, you kind of get this understanding and this calm around you again. I I need the three of you to go to venture out through Rosentia and find the other three pieces of the Compass Rose before Itama can get to them. <laughs> Which way? <laughs> as he smiles and then like the like ending OP immediately starts for the end of the episode even though there's still action on screen and, like little credits start popping up uh, as you guys are getting ready uh, we see like the block is like hugging his parental fig- figures and all of the mules uh, Suki and Casper you head home uh, your parents are obviously a mess but like Suki kind of takes over the talking to calm them down as we see, like, it cuts to the next day as the sun begins brimming over the mountain. Casper's uh, putting on a tiny backpack onto Orion the frog. (laughs) 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 The tiniest, cutest backpack ever. Can we say that Suki sewed it for him at, like, three in the morning? Yeah, yeah, she's up at at that time. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, there's a cute little comedy montage of her trying to get the materials to sew a tiny backpack for a frog. Uh, Casper <laughs> bowing to, bowing to uh, Suki's parents and then like being like, why are you bowing and then hugging him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like a blobbering mess, like the dad even more so than the mom. Uh, but then the, the last shot of the episode is you guys kind of cresting over the, the crater's edge, the walls of Lotus and kind of looking down uh, on the more flatter lands of Rosentia as like the sun shines behind you and then the big block letters compass rose pops up onto the screen and that'll be the end of today's episode hell yeah we've got a clear rock misty ash situation here it's great yeah, we truly do it's awesome <laughs> LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.